So hello everybody. This is Unika and Margaret. Margaret and we are this is our first podcast together. Yay. We are so excited. We're excited. We're um, excited with us. Yes. Um the name of this segment is gonna be Wounded People and the Deception That Follows It If You Aren't Careful. Mm. Um what that's is pretty much talking about, um, you know, as being, you know, a servant of God, you know, Christian, you know, whatever you wanna call it. Um, sometimes we experience hurt and things like that, whether it's in the church or, you know, just hurt in general. It doesn't have to be targeted specifically toward the church because we are the body of Christ. So whether you're hurt outside of the, the four walls or within, you know, hurt is hurt. And when you're wounded, um, the deception that the enemy can bring can be very, very dangerous. Um, I know the experiences that I've had and even Margaret, she's going to speak on some things. Um you know, the enemies tried to really mess with me as far as like suicide, not wanting to be mm. here, just feeling like, you know, um, pretty much like I wasn't going to make it. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a mother. I'm a wife. You know, I we have eight children. And even as an adult, you know, we get discouraged at times. You know what I mean? And um, me personally, I know earlier I just spoke, basically spoke on. Uh, it not being targeted toward the church, but my experience with the church was pretty significant. Um, me and my husband, we were at a few ministries within our marriage. We've been married for 20 years, which mm. we just celebrated what last week. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and congratulations. Um, thank you. <laughs> and um, basically, we you know we were the ministers of music um, in about three churches, actually, from the first year of marriage. And... Um, you know, anytime you leave a ministry, it's very, 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 very hard. You know, it's it's not hard on only yourself, but it's hard on the people that you are connected to. And basically our experience once leaving people, you know, Mark, and I'm pretty much talking to you, people isolated themselves from us. Yes. Um, they would no longer be connected. We were blocked, whether it was through the phone, through Facebook, certain mm-hmm. things. And you just kind of wonder like, wow, you know, I know that this was the will of God for us to leave. And yet you get this backlash. Yes. And it doesn't last just for a few weeks or a few months. It lasts for years down yes. to your name being slandered and oh, yes. lies on top of lies and people, whether it's family members or friends you brought in that you want to stay connected to that you can no longer stay connected to because you're no longer at that address. Yes. I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on that, Margaret, because yes. yeah. Um, I also can relate to um, uh, situations of leaving ministries um, and uh, knowing within yourself that it is the will of God, you know, that you've prayed, that you've asked God, that you've seek God and that you've listened to his voice and his direction. And, um, you know, as you stated, it is difficult. It's difficult for the people involved. It's difficult um, all the way around. So oftentimes you do experience um, people who um, don't always embrace the decision that you made. Um, I know personally, um, my experience was... um, um, some questions about whether or not I was actually hearing from God, um, whether or not I was moving, you know, on my own without, you know, waiting to hear um, what the Lord said, you know, concerning that. Um, second guessing whether or not, you know, I had the discernment to know that that's where 
mm-hmm. you know, God was, was, was telling me to do. <laughs> right. You know? And um, <clears throat> I even had someone um, say to me that, um, you know, you should be, uh, when you're in a church and you're, you're in, a, in a body of Christ um, and, you know, that's where you're fellowshipping, that that's like a marriage and that you should really think hard before you leave that marriage. You know, mm-hmm. God looks at it like a marriage because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're connected to those people mm-hmm. and connected to that ministry. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just like, wow. And I was was some of it was pretty, you know, some significant uh, trying to find the exact word. Um, rejection, if you will. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know from mm-hmm. from from some people, um, mm-hmm. just because there was uh, questions as to whether or not this was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what really gets me, kind of like what you just said uh, on the marriage thing. It's like everybody has their personal relationship with Christ. Yes. So how? does that person specifically know what you've already went to God about? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, I I think of my husband who, we, we have eight children, and I'll just use the boys, for example. We have six boys. If my husband specifically tells my son, Jeremiah, this is what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it is none of the, it's, it's none of anybody else's business, um, you know, of whatever assignment he's given that specific child. Correct. You you understand what I'm saying? Correct. And so I I look at that as far as God being our father and we being his yes, children. Absolutely. If he sends you to Atlanta for a reason or mm-hmm. for a people, mm-hmm. what do I look like cutting you off? Because, you know what I'm saying? And that goes, to me, that shows the small-mindedness of people. It's like we've lost focus of why we're here. Yes. We are here solely to preach and teach the gospel for souls to be saved, yes, lives to be changed. Yes. The Bible says we're in this world, but we're not of it. And so we're supposed to be, you know, winning souls and, you know, helping, you know, the homeless and the lost, you know, the hurting. Mm-hmm. And, and But we get so caught up in the address yes. and the street and the town. Yes. And that the four when, walls. Exactly. That when God <laughs> sends you, it's an issue and it's a problem. Yes. I mean, it's to the point that like, I'm a therapist. You know, I'm a therapist. Right. And when I was in grad school, it was some pretty significant things that had took place. I mean, it was to the point where one of my teachers, he's a psychologist, he said, you could have had a lawsuit out Mm. on one of the pastors that breached confidentiality of things that you and that person discussed that Mm. they took elsewhere, which to this day is the reason why there are people that still won't talk to me, Mm. still won't connect to me over lies. Wow. So what that does is that brings on, um, you know, the feelings of that's how, you know, church hurt begins. Right. Right. And Um, I'm happy you said church hurt, Margaret, because (laughs) like I told the one church I was in, we were in Bible study and I told the pastor, I said, I don't believe in church hurt. And I said, the reason why I say that is because people hurt people. People hurt people. People hurt people. Now, granted, we do have an expectation Correct. In the church because it's the safe haven. It's the yes. place of worship. It's the place where we go to to serve God and to yes. connect and embrace. Correct. And sometimes with that expectation, I just think the hurt feels a lot worse mm-hmm. than maybe it would from people you, sh- you really don't expect it from. Exactly. So if I go to Walmart 
and I'm hurt by a cashier. Mm-hmm. I can't walk around talking about I got Walmart hurt. Oh, I got Walmart hurt. <laughs> Why? Because when I got to go food shopping, you You're best go believe back to Walmart. I'm going back to Walmart. That's right. But I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go in uh this aisle mm-hmm. or this with this to this cashier, not to that one because that's the one that made me mad. Right. And that's the trick. That's a deception of the enemy. He'll keep you and pull you from the things of God because he'll put that label of church hurt church in it. it. So mm-hmm. I don't call it church hurt because we're the church, we're, we're the, the body. That's correct. Our actual, we're the body of Christ. It's just, it's just what it is. So, um, but with that being said, you know, I just, I, I can't get down with that because that's where people stray. That's where people become isolated, mm-hmm. disconnected. And then you have people who are like, I'm not coming back. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And the enemy gets them. And even ones who are saved for years, like myself. Yes. Holy Ghost filled, baptized since I was 14 years old. The enemy will deceive you. That's You'll great. really start believing those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And once he gets you into that dark place, it's it's just not good. And And so the people that are making those accusations that you spoke earlier mm-hmm. about... You ain't in the wheel, mm-hmm. and and what you going? You ain't got no covering. Mm-hmm. Where you gonna go? Yes. Do you know how? Dangerous? Do you have a plan? Listen. I was asked that. Do you have a plan? Do I have a plan? Listen. I don't need a plan when I'm following with the Holy Spirit. Ex- That's my plan. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> we always got our plans. But right. See, when it's God's plan, That's it right. always goes against. That's right. What people, what they expect exactly. of you. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes. So. If you this this can go so many different ways. Just we have wounded people, you know what I'm saying, and the deception that follows. But also, if there was a if there was another title, I think another title of this could be, where is the true focus at in the church? Mm-hmm. People have really mm-hmm. lost focus of why we're there. Why we're there? Yeah. You know, if yeah. if 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 good. if good. if me and you go to Walmart, mm-hmm. why am I worried about what you're putting in your cart? Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. Walmart's a place where you go and you buy food. Yes. How are you gonna cut me off because I got juice and and I got juice and you got milk? Right. right. You understand what I'm saying? Or I decide, oh, this is good, Margaret. Um, Margaret, I'm gonna go over to the shop and save because mm-hmm. you know, um, I just feel like that's where I want to go. I don't really want to shop at Walmart. Okay. My point is this: even if you know, man, she's paying higher prices there. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But for you to cut me off and degrade me mm-hmm. and to slander me mm-hmm. and to talk about me, mm-hmm. that's not cool. That's not That's cool. the wrong part. Now, there are people, granted, let's, let's go here. There are people who maybe, it's not so much out of order, but there may be people you really look at and say, uh, I don't think that was a wise decision. Right. But you can still love. Right. You can still call them. Absolutely. And that's where I'm getting at. The reason why people are so wounded who go through situations when they leave ministries is because the love stops. Yes, it The does. friendship goes away. Yes, it Even does. when you read, I have, I, have re- I have people that I was related to that do not talk to me. Mm. And we're blood. Wow. That's hard. That is hard. That's rough. That is and then hard. you go to the scripture where it tells you in Matthew, what, chapter 18, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, um, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along. Well, here, here's the funny part with the scripture. I didn't even sin against nobody. Mm. <laughs> I just followed the plan of God. Uh, right. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. So you, I'm, I'm, I'm in here trying to find scriptures like, okay, Lord, 
I ain't sinned against nobody, mm-hmm. but because the tension is so thick yes. and I can no longer be connected to the ones I, and you almost feel like you got to go to them and say, did I offend you? Right. <laughs> you know, it just made me think about something when you were talking about how you hadn't offended anybody, but then it's like, it's looked at as offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we oftentimes, um, you know, we take things personal like that and we're looking at it like what how it will affect us instead of how that person who was called to a certain place or away from a certain place or to another region or whatever is following the will of God. So, um, you know, what I'm trying to say in that is that we can't allow our personal feelings or how it may affect our ministry to be a hindrance and to try to stop someone else or convince someone else that they're not hearing from God because of what it may do to those that you're leaving behind. You know what exactly. I mean? You know, Absolutely. so, okay, you leave the ministry. Maybe, you know, you, you were minister of music. Mm-hmm. So maybe now that you leave, maybe there will be, you know, mm-hmm. the music will, the department might suffer. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so in other words, you don't follow God's will for your life because... Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, upset the, upset the folks right. left behind. Right. But see, that's where um, seeking God in the situation as a whole, exactly. because God will restore that. Mm-hmm. He'll restore that ministry. That mm-hmm. ministry will go on because you were called to mm-hmm. another place right. to do what God has for you right. there. Right. right. And he will have someone else to take over at. Absolutely. And, and, and to go another step further. How in the world do we think we are going to make it and please God and enter into the kingdom of heaven with division? Mm. So your church is in, I'm just going to name anything. Your church is in Swickley mm-hmm. and mine is in Braddock. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to just name some stuff. Right, right. So we can't affiliate and we can't connect because why? Mm. See, if you just stay right there in that, what can you, how can you justify that? What can wow. you tell God on judgment day? Wow, that's good. If we're the body of Christ. Like right now, you live in Duquesne, I'm here in McKeesport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're still connecting. Correct. We're not even in the same ministry. But you're still my sister in Christ. Amen. Amen. So why can't it be that way in general with mm-hmm. the churches as a whole? As a whole. Because we lack that unity that it takes in order for us to 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 keep that love going and pride and pride people's pride yeah, that's true. The Bible true. says where there's pride, there's no room for God. Amen. Amen. How can we justify this, and how long is this going to continue? Mm. That's the question, and I it was on my heart to do this because I want to encourage the ones that are wounded. Yes. I mean, trust me, we're going to have to have a part two with this. There's a lot. This is loaded. Oh, yeah. But that wounded. Let me tell you something. Stuff in my life that I was going to do, I had a a release um, for my CD that I was going to do in 2016. And I broke down and cried because of a trigger that I had. Mm -hmm. I was driving and I saw some saints Mm -hmm. from the other church that I used to attend. Okay. And it just brought these flashbacks. I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you, people might think they can say what they want. Oh, girl, it wasn't that serious. Let me tell you something. When you have a whole entire church mm-hmm. of people that you grew up with since the 80s. 
Okay. And that you related to. Okay. And that you just knew, turn their backs. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, you can't sit in my face and tell me what I need to get over until you've been there. Right. And I've yeah. had a few people that I was connected to try to brush it off as if, you know, you'll be all right and don't let it get to you. But when you're in them shoes, it's a different story. It is. It it's is a different indeed. story. And that's why when people come to me about stuff, I don't, I'm, if, if I've never been through it, mm-hmm. I don't ever minimize it. I, I'm not even going to say I know what you feel. Mm-hmm. I just try to be that listening ear and tell them to seek God. Correct. And as the wounded, we've all been wounded. Even oh, yes. the ones that are hurting us oh, yeah. have been wounded. I have a heart for them. That's, an, that's another point. You want to reach out. You want to be connected. But when you're cut off, they they rob you of that. Yes. So then I went to God. I said, well, Lord, how do I go to my brother and get it straight, as it says here in Matthew, if I'm cut off? Right, right. If I reach, if I send you a text message, or if I want to send you something on Messenger, mm-hmm. if I want to go on Facebook and I see at friend now, we were just friends last year. Mm-hmm. I can't come to you. That's right. And some of these very people are elders in the church now. Mm-hmm. They're ministers, evangelists, and you can't say hi to me. But what's the scripture say here? What's it say? There's a scripture. Uh, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as yes. God and Christ forgave you. That's Ephesians 4 and 32. Um, I think of even the ones that talk about, um, you know, how you're supposed to uh, bless those that curse you and despitefully use you yes. and love your enemies yes. and all those types of stuff. I mean, we can pull up a whole laundry list of those scriptures. Correct. But I'm your sister and brother in Christ and you can't say hi or you can't say, listen. I didn't agree that y'all left. Mm-hmm. And it's, but you know what? I still love you. That's right. Just, you know, cut down the pride. Have some humility. You know what? I'm, I, I, I don't, I didn't agree. But let's, but let's talk about this. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And so that's, that's one of the things that I kind of want to just even, you know, touch on. Um, just even in that. Coming together and getting those things straight. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? What is the harm in that? Mm-hmm. What is the true harm in that? I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but that's where I, that's where I'm at. You know, I know that I know there's nothing in my heart now. Now, granted, I I was bitter. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. was angry. Right. And that's that's one of the things I want to talk to the wounded. You got to be very careful. That anger doesn't set in, right. bitterness, malice, right. to where you start wishing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Lord told me, you can't, you can't go there. They're living their life. You can't become that yes. one. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. You don't want to become the one. That's right. You know, it's a rough thing. You can get through it, but it takes time. It does. It's it a really process. Takes, it is a process. It's, it's a process. It is a process. And it, and it takes and it takes really seeking God. And really, um, you know, just giving that thing over to him mm-hmm. um, and, and allowing him to to um, work on those feelings that you have. Because mm-hmm. like you said, um, it's easy for, you know, bitterness to arise. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're, 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 you know, we're human. So mm-hmm. when we feel hurt, we, a lot of times that, we respond in the natural, right? And we we lash out, and we have these feelings, and we have to um, put them under subjection exactly. in order for us to be able to um, 
because it, those feelings begin to eat at us. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. then we harbor that in, in, in within mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, um, hurt people hurt people. Yep. So we Absolutely. tend to treat someone else yep. with the same type of hurt that we felt. Yep. And that's what I did, Margaret. When I would go to, when I, you know, we, in all of our marriage, we've been to four ministries in 20 years. Okay. And, you know, the first one, granted, I was there actually since I was like, four years old and since like 84 so that was okay. cool you know um the, to me that that stuff i went through was just like it was potatoes it was like whatever you know <laughs> it was cool you know um the our the bishop there you know we got to talk to him before he passed away he was mm-hmm. i mean that was beautiful um i can go there now and and the people embrace me which is awesome oh that is awesome you know you know but a couple of the ministries after it's just like I went in with this like wall up. My mm-hmm. guard was like up because I was just like, I'm gonna just stay over here in the pew. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna really operate. My <laughs> sons are the minute they're they're the musicians. Me and my husband, we chilling out here in the congregation. You just pretty much like you're trying to guard yourself yes. because you do not absolutely you do not want to just get into anything. But that's a trick of the enemy. Yes, it is. Because then it keeps you from whatever God has you yes. to do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you don't wanna sit in a ministry and not operate. Correct. You understand? I'm not saying you always have to be behind the pulpit. I'm just saying anything that your hands mm-hmm. find, like just do, you know what I mean? But when you're completely guarded and your hands are behind your back and you have a guard up, then you can't even hear. Right. You cannot even receive what right. God is speaking or saying. Exactly. There may be somebody that, that's there to help you and there might be somebody that God wants you to help, but you can't because you're guarded. Mm-hmm. You're and my guarded. husband used to tell me, he's like, Babe, you can't be like that. <laughs> yes, we've been through. You've been hurt. But you can't act like that. They would go to so many services. And I would be home on this living room couch. Like, oh, I'm cool. My. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm in my safe place. Because, you know, the one particular place we were at, you couldn't say boo. You say boo and 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 there was mess. It was just like, what? where, where are we at? Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like the plate, like it's like going to school having Bible study. Mm. It was like we here to worship at the house of God, and that's all it should be about. Correct. And all this extracurricular activities and stuff going on is just a distraction. It's a distraction. All that's of this right. stuff is, and that's the purpose of this podcast for for all of you uh, who may listen or hear this. It's a distraction. And I say a distraction. It's not condoning what the people do, how people hurt you, but it's a distraction when you allow it to get to you to the yes. point where you are no longer functioning or you are becoming oppressed and so stressed that it turns into depression. Yes. You know, yes. and that's another thing, Marco. People don't know what you go through behind closed doors. They really don't. They really don't. And um, I think that a lot of times um, we, you know, we pass judgment on people based on what we see on the surface, but you don't know what people don't are know. dealing with. Don't know. You know, um, no sometimes it, 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 it may have just been uh, the the struggle of somebody's life just to get to a certain place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you might be in church on Sunday morning and it may be the struggle of somebody else's life to even mm-hmm. be there on mm-hmm. that Sunday morning. Man. You know, but yet we want to say something about, you know, that person based on what we see on the surface. Exactly. And um, yeah, we, we really, we really 
need to be careful in that. Exactly. And that's another thing that I want to just kind of point out. You know, there's times that I was on the keyboard and I was crying, man. And I'm crying and singing. And people probably mm-hmm. thought I was underneath the, the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And I was crying because I literally, the one Sunday, was wanting to just die. Mm. I was visualizing stabbing myself in the chest. Oh, my God. That is how bad the pain was. I would get approached before worship at times. I mean, and then I got to get up here and I got to I gotta usher the presence of God in. And this is what I'm saying. People are so critical and they're so, they're so quick to say, if, girl, it ain't even, like I said earlier, it ain't that bad and, you know, this and that. And, yeah, but when it's you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Different story. It's a different story. It's a different story. And that was the worst pain because it wasn't laity, Margaret. This Mm -hmm. was, this was, these were pastors Mm. being dishonest. Mm. Like, that's rough to say. It is. We're we're all human. And it's rough to, um, it's rough to, to uh, accept and to, to, to realize that that's what, you know, mm-hmm. because those are, those are the very people that you look to mm-hmm. for, you know. They're the watchmen of your exactly, soul. Exactly. And your, your blood is on their hands because they're to do what God has called them to do as far as leading a flock. And Man. if the people are being deceived, if you will, then... I, yeah, I couldn't imagine our kids because we both got kids. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, your daughter. I'm not going to say our kids now. I already said my son's name, but you know, <laughs> but, you know, your daughter. Yeah, feeling like she's up against a wall mm-hmm. and she's hurting. Mm-hmm. Yet you provide for her, mm-hmm. but you're abusive to her. Yeah, but she lives with you. Yeah, but she needs you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that is rough. Yes, it and is. And that's how I felt at times. Mm-hmm. I felt like, well, I'm confused. This is the place, you know, of supposed to be of safety. I'm, I'm hurting. I want to go to the head. I, I can't go to the head because of, and you feel hopeless. Mm. You know, then you're out of order if you go talk to somebody outside yes, the church. That's right. That's right. And don't yeah, let, and don't let them have a, a it, title yeah, as a pastor because then oh, you're wrong. Come on now. Oof. These are things I like. I'm like, okay, Lord. So what's more important? This, these people and their pride and, and, and their control mm-hmm. over you? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I don't know who made this rule that you can't go talk to other pastors if we're one body. Right. Right. Is God the author of confusion? God is not the author of so confusion. So what would be Amen. so wrong mm-hmm. if your daughter felt so messed up mm-hmm. that she wanted to take her life? But felt so uncomfortable because of the experience that she's had with you yes. that she calls me on the phone and then you scold her for that. Right. Right. So what well, would we just let her go jump off the bridge? Mm-hmm. Or do you put your pride down and say, you know what? Go ahead and talk to, uh, you know, Sister Unique or Miss Unique or right. whatever, whatever she would call Aunt Unique or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and mm-hmm. talk to her, um, you know, because, you know, it's all about. Your life being spared, yes. and I don't yes. want—I don't want to wake up and get a phone call that you're dead somewhere because I threatened you or I pretty much put guilt on you mm-hmm. that you better not go to nobody yeah. else but me. That's demonic. It is, and and you know, it it also we don't know what that one thing might be that'll push somebody right over the edge. 
You know what I mean? Like, as you said, if, you, if you're already someone who's struggling with, some, with something, mm-hmm. you know, you're already having these suicidal thoughts or these, you know, things coming into you that are causing you to want to wanna harm yourself or harm someone else or whatever the case may be. Right. And then you get that last push. And you never know what it could. It could be the smallest thing or at least the smallest thing, as you said. You know, mm-hmm. it could be somebody else saying, oh, right. it's not that serious. But after you have a buildup of certain things mm-hmm. happening, right. you never know how something that is not that serious mm-hmm. could be the last straw. Exactly. So when we reject people, when we hurt people, when we wound people, when we don't embrace people for the things that they're going through and we're not showing love to them and we're not displaying the love that Christ requires of us, we are doing so much damage to people. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we just don't know mm-hmm. how much damage. Right. Because as you said, while you were on that keyboard and you were, you know, crying tears you were hurting on the inside. It was despair. And you could have been a person who got up from that keyboard and just did something to end your life. Yeah. And people would have been like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's that's why we can't operate. That's the only thing that gets people's attention. Yeah. It's tragedy. It's tragedy. Funerals, yeah. funerals. And so what we need together. to do is we need to try to be proactive when it comes to things of that nature. Absolutely. Instead of waiting until... We mm-hmm. uh, need to react. Right. If we're proactive, mm-hmm. if we're looking for the signs, if we're looking for ways to prevent people from getting to that desperate place. Right. Right. And I do believe that it all starts with how we treat people and mm-hmm. the love that we show to people. And you can't have an attitude, you know, um, I love them, but I ain't got to like them. Our bishop just preached that. You cannot have that attitude. You absolutely cannot. And you think you're going to make it? You think you're going to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Sin cannot enter in. And if you have any type of, you know, attitude in that respect, mm-hmm. you, you're not, I'm telling you, just like a person that makes all Fs ain't going to pass. Ain't no way you sitting there with your attitude and you can barely deal with people Mm -hmm. and you can't love Mm -hmm. or you can't, you can't ask God to humble your spirit to just go to them and just get it straight. Mm -hmm. While there's still time to get it straight. There's still time. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's another thing. This is bringing awareness to both sides, to the wounded and to the ones that are wounding. Yes. Even for me, Mm -hmm. there was times I was a little bit, I ain't got people to do. I'll admit mm-hmm. it. See, I'm not on here. Woe is me. Absolutely right. not. So let's Absolutely. get that straight today. Right. right. That's not because my husband right. knew I ain't had people to do. I said, let's move on the farm with some animals because I'm about sick of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. But I said, Lord, there's no way I could be effective if I'm untouchable or if I can't connect with people because yes. I'm so hurt. Yes. Then I'll turn into the people that mess me up. Yes. You understand right. what I'm and saying? And then you begin to be right. the hurt people that hurt right. other people. But, That's but we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's right. And I had to remember that. We wrestle not against flesh and That's blood. That's right. So I know it wasn't the person. It was a spirit. Yes. And when the enemy knows mm-hmm. specifically what your weakness is, he's going to come at you with it. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. what he's going to do. That's Absolutely. what he's going to do. That's so, good. That's good. I mean, this is just... It's, it's, it's heavy... 
it's loaded, yes. but it's necessary. And yes. it needs talked about. It needs discussed. It does. I think that there's issues that, um, you know, like this that um, plague our churches um, on a lot of different levels. Um, plagues the body of Christ, you know, um, individually, collectively. You know, there's just different ways that this type of thing can um, affect a lot of people. And um, the church doesn't talk about it. The body of they Christ don't. doesn't discuss it. They don't. It's um, probably why he know, ain't came back yet, because the bride ain't ready. Because the bride ain't ready. <laughs> Amen. You know, um, and a lot of times we just would rather turn the cheek and look the other way mm-hmm. and act like, you know, things aren't happening. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we're not forced to deal with things. And yeah. I believe that um, um, that does more harm. Right. You it know? does. Um, it can, it can, again, it could be the one thing that pushes somebody over the edge. It is. It really is. And you know, Margaret, I was thinking today, I said, Lord, there is nothing so bad and so great and too big that you can't handle. That's right. And what I mean by that is we can't sit before God. And this goes for all of us. All of us. We cannot sit before God. Or stand before him on judgment day and say, well, Lord, I didn't go to such and such because I felt that they was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I felt that this and this. No, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. you got to get that right. Like yes. I told one person, and I know I definitely would never name names on this podcast ever. Right. Correct. But I told one person, one day, you're going to have to come to me and apologize. Because mm. this person was irate and, mm. and they pretty much can't stand my guts mm-hmm. you're gonna have to apologize because mm-hmm. i was very calm and there was a moment where we were trying to get some understanding yes but they were so angry with me yes. because of so much hearsay and and things and we have to get that together yes we do you know the lord showed me you don't have to go through all the the, the, the you don't have to dot every i and cross every t when it comes to all the extra you just need to sit down and say listen I love you. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff matters. Mm-hmm. Let's start fresh. I don't mean I got to be in your house having dinner. Right. We got to be at Eaton Park. Mm-hmm. But just to where we can see each other and we don't, our stomachs don't get tight or, mm-hmm. or butterflies. You ever see people and you be like, oh, God, here they come. I don't mm-hmm. want them to see me. You know, we can just say, hey, how you doing? And it be genuine. Mm-hmm. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? How are we exactly. trying to make it to the place of, of, of worship where we're going to worship for eternity to our Savior, our, our, you know, Jesus the Christ, and we can't even connect here? Yes. We yes, ain't going good. nowhere until that's we good. get it right. That's it. And that's why... Um, I, I decided, I said, Lord, I'm going to love. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the change that I want to see. Right. We have you understand to what I'm saying? We have to be. Period. When I see people, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? Even, even if I, I just saw somebody not too long ago, last month from a, from a previous, you know, ministry and, and, and they, I'm not going to say snub me, but they, they saw me right mm-hmm. there and didn't say anything and I purposely went to them hey how are you Mm -hmm. what's going on you know because why Mm -hmm. for what that's right that's right. I think some people and, go ahead. No, no. I just wanted to say we're um we're accountable because as you said, we, we can't say to what are we gonna say to God on judgment day and he's asking us about this particular thing and we're saying, Oh, you know what, God? Well, they weren't talking to me, so I didn't talk to them. So nope. you have to know mm-hmm. um, you know, what's required. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. all of us. That that's for everyone. Yeah. We have to know what God requires of us. He doesn't Absolutely. he doesn't he doesn't want us to just, you know, act 
the way they're acting. You know, okay, they won't talk to us. Then we oh, won't talk. Not, well, I'm not going to talk to them either. Well, oh, nobody well. will talk to them. Right. Right. Ain't nothing getting settled. Right. And the but enemy yet, is laughing. And the enemy's laughing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yet we are expecting God to forgive us. But, right. How do we expect God to forgive us? Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And so people... Men, women, boys and girls, <laughs> whoever's listening to this, old and young, this is just bringing an awareness. You know, when I went to grad school and I became a therapist, it brought so much awareness to mm-hmm. how you deal with people, how you have to listen, learn to mm-hmm. listen, how to sit in silence, mm-hmm. how to approach people in a way that is that's not offensive you know how to you just there's there's a there's there's wording that we use as therapists you know when coming together you know if I have an issue with you I would I would come to you as you know and and my you know I was in my therapy talk you know Margaret how can we make this better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now doesn't that sound so much more like right you understand right you're not it makes it sound more like you're you're looking for um something that that is a solution for, you know, all involved, you know, right. you're not that's being targeted exactly. as, a, you know, as the problem right. or whatever, right. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's all it is. How can we all come together? Yes. How can we, you know, bring the awareness? How can we come together for the solution? How can mm-hmm. we come together and learn to love? You know, we don't have to talk about, like, of course, I can go through detail after detail. I would never, ever do that. Why? Because the Lord told me that's out of, that's not an order. And that's why I had to be careful even what I labeled this because the enemy can even get behind that because mm-hmm. I don't want people jumping on my bandwagon on my hurt right rather I want people to know the deception that comes behind the hurt right if we're not careful exactly yeah. if you're yeah. not careful yeah. and so that's the biggest thing tonight for anybody that's hurting anybody that has been through pain or you know um Things have been said to you. You've been lied on. Oh, I, I have a whole video on it. You know, uh, it's called He Restored Me. You know, people slandered my name. I just pretty much have to. I, it's been since 2015. I, I have to be this monster people look at like I'm just this horrible person. But I said, God, it's okay because I know what I'm doing. Yes. And I know where my heart is. Yes. And I know who I've tried to reach out to Yes. that I couldn't because I'm completely blocked. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I said, because God, you know. Yes, you he does. see. He sees all. He sees, and and and, and I ain't going to use the, the the famous thing. Everybody says, "Well, God knows my heart." Well, the hearts are desperately wicked. Mm, the word, the word so, of God says so. It does. Period. So I'm, it's not that mm-hmm. thing, but my, my my thing is the Lord. He sees my intent. Yes, he does. He knows. He he. Kn- I would love to reach out and connect to those people. Yes. Absolutely. Why hold on to stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that um, I love that Brian Karn said one time, he said, God's the only boss that will fire you and let you keep working. Yes, yes. And you got people who have been hurt by certain ones and, well, they're powerful. Well, their word is this. And then people running around the church speaking in tongues, falling out, doing cartwheels and flipping, falling down steps. But you can't say hi to your neighbor. Mm -hmm. You can't come and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. We got off on the wrong foot. Yes. Let's get this right. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Do people don't realize how more effective they would be mm-hmm. if they would cast down what got Lucifer kicked out of heaven? Yes. And that was his pride. His pride. Because he was his trying pride. to build his kingdom behind God's back. Right. Absolutely. And that's what a lot of people have today. Yes. And we got to come out of that. Yeah, All of us have do. to come out we of that. We have to come out of pride. Period. <clears throat> because pride is... Um, you know, for the first of all, the word of God tells us that pride comes before a fall. Mm-hmm. So we have to know that pride, there's no place in God's kingdom for pride. Absolutely. You know, we want to, we want to, pride takes away from what uh, God even stands for. Right. So we can't even operate in that and call ourselves operating in the will of God. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yes. Yeah, so I really hope and pray that this, you know, gave people... Um, a different perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really pray that it um, brought hope to people to know that there there is hope, um, and you know that God, you know He's definitely, uh, you know He will comfort you. Um, the Bible says it in First Peter. It says, "Cast all your cares on Him because mm-hmm. He cares for you." you. This this particular version says, "Cast all your anxieties." You know, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, mm-hmm. he, God is He He loves us, and you know, when you're feeling alone, trust me, the Lord will send you a people. He will yes, send he you will. specific ones <clears throat> along the way. Yes. you know what I mean. Yes, um, He heals the brokenhearted. He 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 binds up their wounds. That's <clears throat> Psalms one forty seven, mm-hmm. verse three. You know, God will not let you sit there and, and you know, you have to shake yourself at times. Mm-hmm. You can't wallow in it. You right. can't Absolutely. simmer in that thing. I'm going to say this last thing and I'm going to end. I told my group because I do a group every two weeks since it's been, what, 13 months now, Margaret. Oh, yeah. I a group. Right. And I told them, I said, be very careful what you simmer in. Mm-hmm. And I visualized, I, I had them visualize a big pot mixed with potatoes and uh, green peppers and carrots and onions. I said, when you have a big pot like that. Mm, sounds like a stew. Listen, people <laughs> people can put stuff in it and you will never even know. That's right. Because That's there's right. so much in it. Because there's so much in so it. So when you simmer and you sit inside your stuff and your misery and your depression and your pain, mm. the enemy's planting seeds that mm. you don't even know he's that planting. You so you got to be very careful. So it's not saying that you can't have your moment of, of pain or your moment of tears, mm-hmm. but don't don't sit in it. That's you got to right. be very careful not <clears throat> to sit in that thing. That's right. You know, and That's God... Right. Let me tell you something about this. A soft answer turned the way wrath, but a harsh word will stir up anger. Be careful how you respond in your time of pain and being wounded. Yes, absolutely. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. I really hope that this helps somebody. Yes. Margaret, I'm so happy that you are here with me doing this. Yes, absolutely. Um, like me I said, too. we're going to try to do this Excited. weekly. <laughs> and um, we're, you know, we're going to touch on this again next week um, with maybe just coming from a different, um, you know, maybe angle, you know, just kind of discussing some other things surrounding being wounded. So we love you guys. And we will talk to you soon. Alrighty. Good night, everybody. Good night.